let's go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. All right, Dog Nation. Happy Wednesday night. This is Jeff Sintel. You, you're stepping into another edition of Before the Hedges here on Dog Nation, brought to you by Kroger. Uh, obviously, this program will become a a podcast. It'll be on SoundCloud. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on the Apple podcast platform uh, in due time. Um, but uh, Philip Overstreet, uh, go dogs from Vidalia. Uh, thanks for guys jumping in. Eric Benford, um, if you saw our post earlier tonight on the Facebook side, um, funny one, Johnny Lester. Uh, we had a, we had some technical difficulties tonight. We're going to have um, deny Dennis Sutton on the show tonight. Uh, he's got a decision coming up in about uh, eight days. Um, we had a great interview with him. Probably, uh, to be totally honest, we were trying to get a, something. Um, we were trying to get something cooked up the way we normally do it for the show. Uh, for some reason, computers wouldn't really export the interview we had prepared. So we're going to go MacGyver style. Raise your hand, everybody, if you know what MacGyver style is all about where we kind of improvise adapt and overcome um that's what we're going to do tonight on uh, before the hedges we apologize for the uh tardiness the lateness of our hour um we're going to probably have a shorter show tonight because of it um but uh welcome everybody i see sanford michael vernon smith matt rocavinia jermaine king Matt rocavinia matt knows who macgyver is right we're going to try to make a show out of a piece of chewing gum a uh, bottled water, um, some duct tape, obviously some duct tape, and a paper clip, and also some 10-year-old paprika. That's what we're going to do here. <laughs> That's what we're going to do here. Uh, I guess the show focus tonight is still going to be about Deny Dennis Sutton. Um, now, if you guys read the story on Dog Nation this week, uh, that was an update I've been kind of wanting to bring you guys for quite some time. And... Um, just a different guy. You get to know him. You learn a lot about him. And uh, first of all, this is a young man. I think the biggest thing that will stick in my mind is I, I, I probably do like, I don't know, 50 interviews a month for uh, for Dog Nation. I talk to these young men. I, I talk to about their lives. I talk to them about why they think they'll be successful. I talk to them about their training. Deny uh, Dennis Sutton is probably in a class by himself um, for me when it comes to the mental side of things like he values his focus. Uh, he values, um, his commitment to his craft and his grind. And, um, it really matters to him. It matters to him, his mental clarity. And I think that's a wonderful thing in the year 2021. Um, hearing these six foot five, 260 pound athletes, um, really worrying about the mental Worrying about their mentals, folks. Remember what Marshawn Lynch said a long time ago, Beast Mode? He's like, we got to get y'all, we got to get our mentals right. And that's what Deny Dennis Sutton has. You got to get his mentals right. His coach told me that um, the one word he would use to describe him is relentless and uh, Deny Dennis Sutton. Everybody sees that name. They see his star rankings. They see his profiles and they go, Danny Dennis Sutton. No, not Danny. Deny. It's deny like um, your charges were denied. Uh, you deny a first down. 
you deny the Florida quarterback from reaching the end zone on fourth and five. You deny the Michigan quarterback from reaching the end zone on fourth and one. Um, I think that's a great name for a defensive player. Uh, wanted to say most importantly, welcome to everybody. Hope you guys are having a good time tonight. I'm glad you guys are bringing up peaches. Uh, I'm glad you guys are uh, enjoying yourselves on a Wednesday night. Quick programming note, um, I'm going to take my last vacation of the year. Uh, I only take them during the summer. Um, my last vacation of the year will start, I believe it'll start sometime on Friday, maybe late Thursday. Uh, so uh, there will not be a Before the Hedges next week. So we got to get in good um, with what's going on uh, tonight. And uh, like I said, we had a great uh, chat with Denai Dennis Sutton very recently. He's down to uh, Alabama, Penn State, and Georgia. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we wanted to bring you is we wanted – I wanted to let you hear from him. I mean, one of the things – that really stands out to me about denying Dennis Sutton is I, I mentioned his mental game. Uh, he goes on walks, man. He goes on walks for like, he tells his coach, he's going to go on a walk. He'll, he'll be back in like 45 minutes. He goes out in nature. He puts his phone down and every day he tries to take about 10 minutes and just sit with no interruptions, no phone, no TV, no, no Apple music, no headphones and just relax and just think and let his mind work. Um, think about the things in his day that are going to be important. Think about his goals for the day. Think about his goals for the week. And that's how he gets his mind right. He clears his mind. He clears the mechanism. And that's where he comes up with a lot of something to, uh, to succeed. Um, we asked him a bunch of topics. Uh, Clay Dykes, that's a funny line you got right there that says that we need to MacGyver something to keep the 2022 class together and not have any more decommits. Uh, Clay Dykes, I think you're going to like the way this uh, 2022 class eventually factors in and factors up. Uh, I want to take you guys uh, to an interview I did recently, very recently with Denai Dennis Sutton. Uh, lots of stuff, lots of good stuff. Uh, and you're going to hear it right now on dognation.com. Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. What, what do you think it's coming down to? What do you think is the major factors for you? Uh, the major factors for me would have to be uh, like just seeing where I fit in. Um, as far as the coaching, coaching standpoint of things, uh, as far as the the relating with the team, the team players, the team coaches, and the recruits as well. Um, at the end of the day, I'm going to go where I see myself fitting best at. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, I would have to say, you know, obviously the coaches, because they're going to coach you up. How, how can they produce me? As well as, you know, state football doesn't work out. All those coaches really going to be there for me? And, and is that campus going to be a place where I want to be if I'm not the, the star on the football field? You know? So yeah. those are the things. Those are the things that uh, I'm really looking at. Have you made the decision yet privately? Do you have it figured out yet? Um, about eighty to ninety percent. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Is that does that give you comfort or does that give you stress? Because it's not a hundred percent yet. Um, a little bit of both. Um, yeah. But I would say more comfort. Um, for sure. So, what do you think is the best thing you like about Georgia and the way that they've recruited you? Yeah, best thing I like about Georgia is having to be the coach staff with Coach Lannan and Coach Smart. Those guys, those are great guys, great family guys. 
Um, and uh, the, the atmosphere down in Georgia was a great atmosphere. Like I told you earlier, the brotherhood is a big thing, and I definitely felt that down there. Uh, so those, those, those things were there, definitely things uh, down plus for Georgia, for sure. I think Coach Lanning is your primary recruiter. How do you feel about that dude? Yeah, he, he seems like a genuine guy to me. Um, I like, uh, you know, I like Coach Lanning. Uh, he's, you know, he's been there for the past couple months, recruited me, you know, talked to my family. So he, he's shown how much he really wants me and his interest in me. So, you know, we'll see where that goes. I think, I guess Penn State has been the school that's been on your radar for the longest because it's been told to on your radar for the longest because of location. Um, first question is how many times you've been to Penn State and what do you really like about that? Uh, I've been to Penn State, uh, I'm going to say uh, four times, yeah. including, including my official visit. Um, so Penn State is great as well. Um, obviously, um, they just put away and uh, gross mottos. Um, in the league these past two years. So they produce defensive ends, um, you know, so. Um, and the uh, coaching staff as well, John Scott and uh, James Franklin, great guys as well, great family guy. I uh, met their family while up at Penn State. So uh, great atmosphere, you know, there. And it was a great time up there for sure. What are your lasting thoughts about Tuscaloosa and Alabama and that official visit? Yeah, Alabama was was crazy, man. Um, you, you see why they won so many national championships. Um, because everybody on the team is just about work and putting in that effort and that whole work to be great. Um, so that's one thing about Alabama that I, I haven't seen really, honestly, anywhere. Um, you know, uh, just, just, just that that work mentality and that, you know, that that grit and determination that they have down there. It's it's un, it's unbeatable. So when you see how much work they put in and every single day they're they're putting in work to get better and running and, and, and lifting, you wanna be a part of that. You wanna be great. So that's that's really the biggest thing in the culture down there with what I really like about Alabama. Um, and then as well, you know, like I said about the other schools, their coaches have been reaching out a whole bunch. Um, coach Sal, the outside linebacker's coach, as well as uh, Coach uh, Roach, the D-line coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then I'm interested, uh, is there any sort of variety in how each of these schools plan to scheme you up and use you, or do most people see you as an outside linebacker uh, with your hand off the ground a lot? What, 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 are, what are you hearing mostly from these schools? Yeah, mostly from uh, from Penn, I mean not Penn, uh, from Georgia and Alabama. Again, I've been told I'm going to be a hybrid of uh, outside linebacker at the end, and then uh, the Penn State Penn State scheme. I'm going to be a more of a four three end. Yeah, you feel like you you have. I've seen your take, dude. You, you feel like you can make it all work. Do you feel like your skills are better for a three man front or an off front or an even front, or do you feel adaptable with what you do with your high school that you can do whatever? Um, in my high school, we normally are in a four down front. Uh-huh. But like, I believe that with my hard work, I can play any position. So I think outside linebacker 
isn't too much of a, a difference between DN um, and outside linebacker. I mean, I know many guys that have transitioned from DN to outside linebacker, outside linebacker to DN. So I believe I can do either one in my opinion. What do you think of all your tools to be great at football? What do you think is your strongest tool? I'm very curious to hear your answer on this one because you got a lot of offer, a lot to offer across the board. There, you got length, power. You, you know how to play the game. You got good technique. I mean, what do you think is your strongest tool? Um, in my opinion, uh, my strongest tool uh, would have to be um, my determination, bro. bro. Uh, I'm, I might not be the biggest all the time or the strongest, but I, I guarantee you, not many guys are gonna gonna try and crush you, trying to kill you, not literally, but in the rules, uh, every play. Um, and that's what I, I believe I bring to the table every play. Uh, so that's going to be my, my strongest, strong, my strongest um, attribute. All right, guys, there you have it. That was about maybe five, six minutes of my conversation uh, with the nine, Dennis Sutton, uh, heck of a dude in the 2022 class, uh, down to Alabama, uh, Georgia, and Penn State. And, man, um, this is, a, like I said before, uh, mental strength. Did you guys hear that? Um, did you guys hear that last answer where he said uh, he just wants to crush people, literally every play? Um, his mindset, his determination – uh, his vigor to uh, inflicting pain, um, uh, inflicting pain on the opponent. That's something that he thinks is his separator. And guys, he's about he's about six five, uh, about two hundred and sixty pounds right now. Uh, certainly looks like an amazing prospect. He's going to make his decision on July the twenty second. Um, the same day, we all know that Branson Robinson will make his decision on July the twenty second. Uh, and it's obviously uh, a situation here with, with both Branson Robinson and the potential of Branson Robinson and uh, Denai Dennis Sutton, that that would be a boss uh, moves 22 day on the uh, 22nd of July. Uh, I think most folks would probably feel a lot better and they would be quite, quite happy and quite satisfied with Georgia's uh, 2022 recruiting momentum should Georgia um should Georgia have the chance to uh, to get the commitment and sign both of these guys? Then I did a Sutton told me that he's like not going to um, he's going to take any other visits when he makes his decision. Committed to him will be like the most steadfast, uh, I guess Mark Twain, Norman Rockwell version uh, of committed. Uh, he's not going to take any more visits. And folks, this is what's interesting about Georgia here is. Um, you know, Denai Dennis Sutton doesn't really deal with the excess or the foolishness of recruiting. Uh, he told me, um, you know, he was ready. He was ready with his final three, top three, probably three, four months ago. And the odd thing is that he had his top eight back in September of 2020 before he started his junior season. Georgia wasn't even in that group. Uh, the first connections with Georgia and Denai Dennis Sutton were actually with Trey Scott. And uh, Trey Scott um, saw him, monitored him, uh, kind of when he, when he was in that area prior to the pandemic, he knew about him. Uh, then he got some sophomore film, because remember, Denai Dennis Sutton in Maryland did not get a, uh, a junior season, didn't even get to put the pads on as they were trying to get workouts off the ground. 
and um, some junior film, um, junior film, not, there were no junior films. He saw some sophomore film and uh, Georgia and Dan Lanning offered him and they were definitely on the case after that. Steve Rogers, I like your comment there. That's a bad man, like his confidence. Uh, John William Adams uh, has a good comment here. I said, he says, if you ask me, he sounds like A, a high school player, B, a college player, or C, an NFL player. He said he would go with C with those pikes and communication skills. Um, smart men win championships. And there you have it. If you didn't pick anything else up from that interview from Denied Dennis Sutton, this is a focused, really dialed in dude. And um, certainly uh, a guy dog nation will be watching his decision going forward. Um, you guys remember, I don't know, we had this on our show, uh, the, the story that went up on dognation.com this week um, was uh, also included some snippets of an interview and a conversation with his head coach. And Denai Dennis Sutton basically told his coach that uh, he wanted him to go down and check out Georgia. He wanted him to put his eyes on Georgia and kind of confirm maybe what he was feeling about Georgia. Um, and uh, Hakeem Soule certainly did that. He thought Georgia was amazing. Hakeem Soule was actually coached, um, sort of coached. James Franklin was the offensive coordinator at Maryland when he was a walk-on linebacker at Maryland, um, when those two guys were both at Maryland together. Of course, James Franklin is now the head coach of the Penn State and Indy Lions. And um, I saw Tom Lavelle, um, some other guys there um, weighing in. To me, this is what it feels like. It feels like it's a Georgia-Penn State-type decision. You guys heard on Before the Hedges earlier this evening uh, that Denai Dennis Sutton was um, about 80 to 90 percent sure about his decision. Uh, not totally sure yet, but about 80 to 90 percent sure about his decision. I bet you I know what he's going to do. I bet he's going to he's going to go on a walk. He's going to find a stream. He loves outdoors. He loves four wheelers. He loves being out in the woods. Um, and he's going to just sit and think about it. And that's where he's going to find. Uh, that's where he's going to find his decision. And uh, it's funny. He, you know, he listens to all the stuff, the new stuff, kind of like, you know, he listens to some uh, Pop Smoke. He listens to some Kevin Gates. He listens to some Meek Mill. And uh, But then when he's lifting, especially on Max Day, uh, he's got to pop in that ACDC and Metallica in his ears. So uh, you talk about a dude. I think his um, – He's a steak and potatoes guy, pretty simple guy. His favorite movie is actually, um, his favorite movie is actually, he told me, The Purge Anarchy. Have you guys all seen The Purge Anarchy? Uh, he loves the action sequences in that movie. That was his favorite movie. Uh, certainly had a, a good time chatting with, uh, good time chatting with Deny Dennis Sutton. Um, the, uh, got some questions coming in. Jermaine King. This is funny. You're almost making me laugh. Jermaine King says, hope this is not a replay of Theo Johnson. And then Jermaine King also follows himself up with his own retort as he says, actually, we're not, we aren't missing Theo Johnson now and a big thumbs up. I don't think many Georgia fans are worried about um, Theo Johnson, even though he's a heck of a player, heck of a player. Uh, I don't think many people are worried about Georgia's tight end room right now with what uh, Todd, uh, Todd Hartley has been able to do. Uh, Clay Dykes has a question. Um, Clay Dykes wants to know, Jeff, is it ever hard for on you to not see a recruit come to UGA, especially as much as I talk with him? You know, a guy, uh, and I put this in the Dog Nation forum, probably a good a good show topic tonight that I'll jump into real fast. 
And it is about the decision made today. I think we've got a graphic of it. We can go ahead and pop it up. Uh, Addison Nichols. Addison Nichols of Greater Atlanta Christian. Uh, he's an Eagle Scout. He got every single uh, merit badge. He, he works at his local Kroger. We've mentioned him a lot. Um, uh, Addison Nichols, I think that is Walter Nolan right there. But Addison Nichols is a top three. He goes down to a top three of uh, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Ohio State. Uh, and the question there was, um, the question there was like, you know, Clay Dykes wanted to know if I can ever not see a recruit coming to Georgia. Well, I never really saw, um, I never really saw Addison Nichols coming to Georgia. And, and here's why. Number one, he's a sharp kid. He's an an analytical kid. Um, but I'm going to just roll off the names. Let's just roll off the names. So there's still Clay Webb. Uh, there's still, uh, uh, going up and down the list, there's guys that are all of, on the Georgia roster. I think if if I think if Addison Nichols would have chosen Georgia for just the interior line jobs at Georgia, I think he would see he would see at least eight or nine guys ahead of him. Let's let's just kind of I'm going to go through them, you know, in my list because everybody thinks Cade Mays did that. Well, this is a totally different Georgia offensive line. Uh, in the year uh, 2021 compared to Cade Mays in 2018. Uh, you know, Georgia's offensive line room, especially for the hybrids, the guy that can play a tackle, the guy that can play a, play a guard, especially play a guard early, which is what I think uh, Nichols would do as a top 103 overall prospect, number 103 overall prospect in the country. So you got Clay Webb. Uh, Clay Webb's a former five-star. Tate Ratledge is a former top 40 overall recruit. He was a 2020 signee. He, he would actually, much as it sounds crazy to say this, he would actually be draft eligible after um, Addison Nichols' first season in college. Uh, you've got Cedric Von Prong Granger. Now, I think obviously he's a center, a likely fit at center. But when Georgia wants to think about getting their best five on their offensive front, I think Cedric Von Pranger, Cedric Von Prong Granger's name is going to jump into that thinking really, really quickly as the uh, months of the season go by. You've also got Chad Lindbergh. That's a former Under Armour All-American, top 150 recruit. Remember, he threw the shot put so far in Texas. He came to Georgia with like a 5'5 GPA. He would also be in his third year at Georgia. You've got Austin Blasky, a guy that can play from South Effingham and Guyton, Georgia. A guy in the Coastal Empire, he's a guy that can play basically all five spots across the offensive line. You got Cameron Kinney. And now we're just getting to the 2021 class. You got Micah Morris. That's a top 70 overall recruit. That's Dylan Fairchild, the state wrestling champion, a top 40 overall recruit. You got Jared Wilson, a 2021 signee. Those guys will all have at least two seasons of eligibility left. And that's saying best case scenario, they ball out and they're draft eligible and they're on NFL draft boards after their third season in Athens. And that's not even counting guys that I consider pure tackles like Warren McClendon, Amarius Mims, Broderick Jones, uh, Xavier Truss, Owen Condon, Devin Willick. And then Georgia's also recruiting guys like Jacob Hood and Tyler Booker in his own class. That's kind of why I really thought um, Georgia's offensive line recruiting was going to be so terrifically hard in 2022 just because of the dudes that Georgia stacked up. It's really an embarrassment of riches. Um, really, if you look at Georgia's offensive line, the only two guys that you could say, 
yeah, that guy's going to be in the Sunday League, and this is his last season in Georgia this fall, is a guy like Justin Schaefer and Jamari Sawyer. I still think maybe Warren Erickson is a guy that comes back for the 2022 season and his um, in his final season of eligibility. But you, you kind of get your, get your arms around all that and you frame that up. Let's say two or three of those names still – uh, you know, they just transfer portal. They don't think they can play. They don't want to wait and wait to be developed. Um, just take two or three names off that list, and they're still Addison Nichols trying to fight to be the number seven, number eight, number nine guy on the on the food chain there in Athens. So that's that's kind of a big reason. I know that was a really long long answer to your question, Clay, but that's just the best way I could answer. I, I just the best way I could answer that. And I always like to engage with topics and questions and. I kind of had it in my mental Rolodex today uh, after I put together a show with paprika, uh, rubber band, uh, dental floss, chewing gum, um, you know, Wrigley spearmint gum, not just any, any, any chewing gum, but, uh, you know, maybe some fuzzy dice that would hang in an air freshener. We're trying to put that up. We're going to try to put our show together tonight. That's one of the things that I wanted to make sure I discuss with you tonight. Guys, thanks for joining us. This has been Before the Hedges so far. We're in our halftime of our show. Uh, this certainly means a time where we all go in and get some Gatorade or get our favorite sports beverage. You know a place where you can get your favorite sports beverage or maybe your favorite oat milk, your favorite protein powder? Of course, that's Kroger. Uh, let's take a listen here to the latest and another fine message from Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, Crow King one two three. What was your question? It sounds like you were you were asking or wanting want me to clarify uh, some point I made. But um, if you if you you want to double down and you want to ask you want to ask about uh, kind of question for me, please uh, please let me know. So now now we it's a part of our show. Where we kind of roll the dice. We roll back. Uh, we got top targets for the class of twenty twenty two. Got some changes to this one. Some names moving up. Some names moving back. Uh, let's jump into that one real quickly right here on uh, Before the Hedges. Uh, it's funny. you. Uh, it's funny the things you, you go through. Uh, I'm going to show this on one of my, my, one of my forthcoming shows. Um, the very first top targets list I put out, I think this was in December. Um, when we go back and look at those names, that's going to – it's going to be pretty sporty to kind of feel like what some of those top, maybe maybe four out of the top eight names and how they turned out uh, for the University of Georgia. But um, top targets this week, number 12, I saw a, a question in the comments section about Dayon Bowie. Uh, Dayon Bowie is number 12, uh, decommitted, flirting obviously hard with Miami, Florida, Alabama, Texas A&M of all those schools. I, I still think Georgia's in it, but um, – Certainly, there's a reason why he's number 12 on the top targets list this week. Um, number 11 is Jaheim Singletary out of Robert E. Lee in Jacksonville, Florida. That is a five-star cornerback. Mm -hmm. uh, he is an Ohio State commitment, and he is at number 11 this week. 
memory serves, we're moving, uh, we're moving Jaheim Singletary up a spot from where he was last week. Number 10, uh, you're going to see this. Uh, I don't think we have a tweet on this one because he didn't tweet it out uh, in our show, but Keon Sab, uh, the talented five-star athlete out of, uh, out of IMG Academy, the nation's number one athlete, I believe, or the nation's number one, yeah, number one athlete for the 24-7 sports composite. He's going to make his decision on July the 17th. Uh, Clemson, Michigan, Georgia, those kind of feel like the schools that are that are really in it there for uh, Keon Sab. Um, number nine on the list is uh, C.J. Madden, Carlton Madden Jr. out of Cedar Grove. Um, got some news from him coming up in our online chatter segment as well. Uh, Carlton Madden Jr., um, we profiled him. You guys got to hear from him last week on Before the Hedges. Number eight is Tyler Booker. Certainly almost everyone that's connected to IMG Academy right now that's a major prospect in the 2022 class. Uh, they've been making their commitment announcement decisions or at least scheduling them. Uh, you, you'd have to think Walter Nolan would probably do the same. With, I mean, excuse me, not Walter Nolan, but Tyler Booker would do the same um, in the next uh, couple of weeks or so. Obviously, he represents to me the highest rated offensive lineman that Georgia could sign in this class. Uh, number seven, that's the five-star defensive tackle, Walter Nolan. Uh, Georgia made his uh, top five, which is the top five for now. Uh, speculation going around whether he's going to take it, his take his decision to the distance in December uh, as an early enrollee. Um, he might be a guy that makes his decisions in the next two or three months instead of the next four or five months. Uh, Walter Nolan is the nation's number two overall prospect, I believe, and nation's number one defensive tackle. Number six on the list is five-star Travis Shaw. Uh, Georgia, North Carolina, certainly feels like to me that Travis Shaw is going to wait a little bit longer before he makes his decision, maybe a couple of months or so to see how all the seasons turn out. I think the longer that Travis Shaw goes before he makes his decision, I think that's in the best interest of the University of Georgia, its football team, and also Dog Nation there. Uh, really, really feels like that's going to be a tug of war with his home state, North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, moving up this week to number five, number five on the list is Andre Green Jr. He's the guy that plays connect four with his dad and has beaten his dad. He's got a running tally of over 500 wins. Um, uh, Andre Green Jr. is uh, probably, if you had to ask, ask me, the fastest rising wide receiver prospect in the nation uh, for the 2022 cycle. Um, six foot three, great ball skills. Um, great explosion, great ability to track the ball in the air. Lots of one-handed catches on his personal highlight reel. Uh, Andre Green Jr. is number five. Uh, moving up, I think at least one slot this week is denied Dennis Sutton out of McDonough in Owings Mills, Maryland. Uh, Dennis Sutton is actually uh, – he's actually out of Delaware. He's from a small, small town in Delaware where he told me – he says they've got a food lion and they've got an Arby's. You guys remember growing up when uh, – you, you, you quantified what was a small Southern town and what was a, a larger Southern town by whether or not they had a movie theater, drive-in theater didn't count, or uh, whether or not they had a McDonald's. Uh, uh, DDS tells me that they got a food line and an Arby's and the, the beach in Delaware, I think it's Rehoboth Beach, is, uh, is about 30 minutes away. Uh, number three on the list is Oscar Delp. Uh, Oscar Delp, look for him to make, take a big visit to Clemson. Um, uh, in the month of July when things open back up. 
<clears throat> Five-star Kamari Wilson is the number two guy on the list uh, this week. Uh, Kamari Wilson recently established or reestablished his top six that he said settled on in April. Those six schools are exactly the same. Uh, and then the number one guy on the list, we mentioned him earlier, the guy that's going to make his decision on uh, July 22nd along with uh, Denai Dennis Sutton. That's Branson Robinson. And I've got a good story that will go up on dognation.com. I'm going to try and get that up tomorrow morning uh, at the latest uh, – about, you know, guys, you guys remember the movie When Harry Met Sally? Well, uh, we're going to have a story about when Branson Robinson met Denai Dennis Sutton. I think you'll get a kick out of it. I think you'll get a laugh out of it when you read that. Uh, got nine other names to know. Luther Burden, that's the five-star, currently committed to Oklahoma, nation's number one wide receiver. Georgia simply has got to be prolific in its passing game this fall to, uh, to catch his gaze and get him thinking hard about playing for Georgia. He's also very interested in Missouri um, as well. Currently committed to Oklahoma. Uh, Three-star Dylan Bell. I think Bell established a top schools list recently. I think it was eight. Might have been seven uh, out of Kincaid High School in Houston, Texas. He's just a three-star, but lots of upside there for Dylan Bell. He's got Georgia in his top group. Uh, Dalen Everett, another guy that's going to make his decision. Another IMG kid that's going to make his decision. He's going to make his decision same day as uh, Keon Sab. He's going to make his on July the 17th. Uh, Three-star offensive tackle Jacob Hoods out of Nashville, Tennessee. He's been retweeting a lot of those Space Jam uh, uh, edits that Georgia made for its top prospects. New name on the list this week. This is a guy that put Georgia in his top nine. I love the name here, Hero Canoe. Everybody wants to know about defensive tackles. Well, Hero Canoe is at a Santa Margarita Catholic in Rancho, Santa Margarita, California. A Hero Canoe, love that name. Uh, Polynesian player, uh, ranks as a top 100 defensive tackle, uh, ranks as the nation's number 13 defensive tackle. Uh, Hero Canoe is going to give Georgia an official visit. That will take place in the fall. Uh, he will be a guy that makes his decision in December. Um, with the potential to uh, enroll early in January. Four-star wide receiver Amari Kelly out of Hewitt-Trustville. He's one of the Huskies in Trustville, Alabama, not Trustville, Georgia, as it says on that graphic. Um, Three-star safety Jake Pope. Jake Pope is down to Notre Dame, Ohio State, um, Alabama, uh, Georgia, and then uh, also uh, North Carolina. So, He's got a top five. I think he's going to make his silent commitment um, basically right around this time, and then he'll he'll release it a little bit later. Shamar Stewart, that's the guy, Georgia. It's probably going to be in a death dance where they're at least a, at least a to-the-death uh, fight, uh, some mortal combat, I guess, um, with Shamar Stewart. He's a guy that uh, top ten prospect out of Florida, South Florida. The Hurricanes will be large there as well. And then the final name. Uh, to keep in mind is Anai White out of Imitep in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Georgia uh, has made his final four along with Texas A&M, Ohio State, and Alabama. Uh, lots of speculation, lots of uh, conversation about uh, Denai Dennis Sutton and Anai White will not show up in the same class. Uh, I think folks that are saying that, just they just kind of follow the rule book. It's very hard for two players like that. Uh, who can play roughly the same position to end up in the same class. Uh, I want you guys to see uh, we got a grid of all the timelines for the class of 2022. 
Another name is making his decision on July the 16th, uh, coming up really shortly. That's two days from now on Friday. That's Fat Man Allen, the running back out of IMG Academy. Um, Catron Fat Man Allen's ready to make his decision. Um, he had given an official visit to Georgia, and Georgia had recruited him hard uh, for the running back position in the 2022 class for some time. Uh, we mentioned Keon Sab, the five-star, July 17th. Dalen Everett, the, the four-star, not, not quite a five-star cornerback. Clemson, North Carolina, Georgia kind of feel like the three schools there um, to watch. Um, Clemson and North Carolina have been the top two for some time, or it, it kind of seemed like those were always in his top group for some time. Uh, July 22nd, we mentioned both of these young men on our program earlier tonight. Uh, four-star running back Branson Robinson got a chance to be a five-star one day. Four-star defensive end Denai Dennis Sutton. He's rated as a four-star on the 24-7 sports composite, uh, but he is a five-star. Um, he is a five-star and the nation's number one strong side defensive end for Rivals.com. September 18th, three-star edge Carlton C.J. Madden is also scheduled to make his decision. Uh, and Oscar Dell could be sooner, but uh, September 30th would probably be the latest he makes his decision, and that's his mother, Mary Delp's uh, birthday. And other Southern summer timelines to kind of have in your back pocket, uh, four-star offensive tackle Tyler Booker, uh, three-star offensive tackle Jacob Hood, uh, three-star safety Jake Pope. Um, something that we haven't visited really um, over the last few weeks, and sometimes I had to go back and make sure I updated this, but Georgia with just 11 commits. He's seen some a lot of schools kind of bounce above it over the last three or four weeks as Georgia remains stuck at 11 commits. Um, they've dropped out of the top five. They're currently number nine nationally on the 24-7 sports team composite rankings. That's three offensive guys. The offensive guys are Denial and Morissette, Jordan James, and Gunnar Stockton. Seven guys on defense, one, guys on, one guy on special teams, four guys out of state. There's a punter in this class from Australia named Brett Thorson. If you guys are just uh, tuning in to the 2022 recruiting cycle, because some folks just surface and show up around July. Um, Brett Thorson, of all people, folks, if you got to watch this stuff about Australia, you want to talk about a global takeover. Um, I think Florida, um, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, uh, I think the whole SEC is getting run over with Australian kickers right now, uh, punters at least. You're gonna, you're gonna look around the SEC on a, on a fall Saturday, especially in 2022, and you're gonna go, it's probably gonna be easier to count the number of punters in the Southeastern Conference that are not from Australia and Pro Kick Australia, uh, the kicking academy they have out there. Um, Georgia has uh, nine commits from SEC country. They've got five top 100 commits. They've got three top 50 commits. Jefferson's fabulous Malachi Starks is the only five-star commitment currently, uh, currently in this 2022 class. Uh, let's take a lap around a few things. I want to look at um, our uh, tweets that I wanted to bring up tonight for our program. Uh, kind of moving right along with this. Uh, First one is uh, Brock Bowers. Let's take a look at Brock Bowers right here. Brock Bowers is, um, you know, this is a new thing. The, the, the 
24-7 sports composite is going to add probably a new entity, a new formula in the next uh, couple months or so, probably the next two or three months or so. Um, that would be the on three sports rankings. A lot of good dudes have went to on three uh, sports.com. It's going to be one of those national networks like 24 seven sports and rivals.com. The same uh, brain power that uh, propped up and started uh, both rivals and 24 seven sports are now part of on three sports. Um, their rankings for the 2021 class are coming out. Brock Bowers, the talented tight end and out of uh, California, uh, got a five-star rating. Uh, Dalen Everett, uh, you see right there, he's making his decision on July the 17th. We mentioned him earlier. Uh, I wanted you to take a look at this one from uh, Jaden Gibson. And I like this tweet about Jaden Gibson. Uh, this is a guy, six foot six receiver, Georgia recently offered. Uh, he was the toast of the opening. He toasted a lot of guys in the opening. I picked up a Georgia offer. He had a top seven. And then Georgia offered right before he dropped his top seven, it became a top eight. Uh, look at his thoughts right there. He wants young players to focus on working, focus on getting better. Otherwise, none of this name, image, and likeness stuff is even going to matter. I thought that was very well said right there from Jaden Gibson. Uh, both of his parents did go to Florida State. Um, look at this one here from Andre Green Jr. Andre's established kind of a pattern where he sends out a thank you tweet. And a bunch of pictures uh, for the schools that he's taken official visits to. He's done that for North Carolina. He's done that for, I believe, Florida State. He's done that for uh, Georgia as well. He did that over the last couple of days. Excuse me. Throat getting a little bit dry. But um, that's Andre Green Jr. As I said before, I think he's the top target for Georgia at wide receiver. That got to get um, wide receiver target in the 2022 class. Very explosive. Hero Canoe, we mentioned him earlier as that new option for the interior defensive line for the University of Georgia. He establishes his, his top nine there. Uh, reports coming out from a lot of different sources that Hero Canoe will give Georgia an official visit. Uh, he's got Washington. He's got USC. You see there he's got Oklahoma, uh, Oregon, a lot of big schools there. Uh, Georgia was able to sign hero canoe that would be well celebrated around this program uh, because that would be the first player of Polynesian descent uh, to join the University of Georgia football program and I feel that is long overdue um, let's see here the the Nylon Morissette now I think every week now he does something that makes some Georgia fans smile and make dog nation beam look at him right here he's got a now in previous weeks he's been a uh, 1980s national championship Coke bottle collector. He's been um, a guy all over the place with dog paraphernalia. Look at him right here. He's going to try and break out his crystal ball. Look at this picture right there. That's Gunnar Stockton. That's Oscar Delp. That's Kojo Antwi. That's himself, uh, Denialan Morissette. And there's also Branson Robinson in there. He makes the prediction there that uh, Georgia is going to get four out of five and just preaches patience or for dog nation. Uh, we mentioned earlier Addison Nichols. There's his final three. Tennessee, he's got a lot of love for Tennessee, always has. That's the kind of school he grew up cheering for and rooting for. Um, very passionate has hashtag movement. Uh, kind of the things we talked about with Oscar Delp over the last couple of, couple of weeks. Uh, Tennessee and both USC are kind of getting really active on social media with their Addison Nichols hashtags. Uh, Walter Nolan, there's his top five right there. You got Georgia, you got Tennessee, you got Florida. 
you got major players right there uh, in there for Walter Nolan. And then Travis Shaw. Look at this one right here. This sounds like something my papa or somebody's granddaddy might say uh, right there. Travis Shaw uh, basically says, you know, why do you want to stand tall in a room full of midgets? Um, very philosophical there for the five-star defensive tackle. Uh, Travis Shaw out of North Carolina. Guys, it has been a great, great show. Sorry we got off to a, a late start tonight. We were trying to um, get the computers to work and be able to feed that deny Dennis Sutton like we normally do, and it just wasn't working. Um, it just wasn't working out. Um, got a lot of folks um, chiming in. Got some Alabama fans chiming in. Uh, we saw uh, one of the things that uh, Deny Dennis Sutton said about Alabama that really stuck in my ear was he talked about the culture and uh, how hard that um, how hard that Bama works. He said at times they're unbelievable and that's why they're unbeatable. Uh, how hard Bama works, running, training, lifting, and everything else. Right there, that was a little bit of the secret sauce uh, there for Alabama. Sometimes. I talk to players that come out of uh, Alabama and they they really wonder about a guy that's spent four or five full years at Alabama uh, because um, they think that those guys work so hard that they're about used up, not much tread left on the tires. Alabama is a program. They work so hard and they squeeze so much effort and energy and preparation about you out of you that um, you don't have much left after that or not as much as you'd like to. Alabama is a school that, you know, you hear that they will run on Sundays after games uh, trying to maintain their form and maintain their conditioning and stay in tip-top shape. Um, guys, it has been a Wednesday night before the hedges. We've been live. Let me say this. Uh, everybody out there, I know this is the time of year when everybody goes on vacation. I'm going to be taking my vacation soon as well. So whether you're in uh, Cancun, which is where I'm going to be with my family in a couple of days, whether you're in Hilton Head, whether you're gone parasailing today, whether the beach has just been so crowded and you got to you got to play some bocce ball with family, um, you got to go hang out on a catamaran, whether you're in uh, Seaside, whether you're in Watercolor, whether you're in Panama City, whether you're in Savannah, Tybee Island, whether you're on the West Coast, whether you're on the East Coast, whether you're in Destin, I just want to say I hope you guys travel safe, you travel well, and you uh, make sure you come back home with a lot of precious memories uh, with your family and everything else like that. Guys, it's been another Dog Nation Before the Hedges. I'm Jeff Sintel. I've been your tour guide on all things Georgia recruiting today. Hope you guys enjoyed that uh, interview with Denai Dennis Sutton. Wanted to make sure you heard that young man speak and not just saw um, not just saw the quotes and read the story on dognation.com. Uh, guys, really appreciate you hanging out. It means a bunch to me. If you guys have liked anything on this program, maybe hit that like button and maybe tell a friend about it. Dog Nations Before the Hedges has been back, been here six years, going strong. Really appreciate the questions. Jeremy, Barbary, no question. That's a great question, Jeremy. There will be no show next week. Uh, there won't be a technical difficulty situation next week. There won't be a, you know, watch the clock. Jeff going to get this show off or not? Um that's not going to be the case next week. Jeff's going to be taking a siesta. He's going to be on holiday uh, with me, Familia. Hope everybody has a great night. Hope everybody has a great week. Um, be safe, be strong, and we'll see everybody later on the pages of dognation.com.
Take it easy, everybody. Be well. Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.